Want to hone your craft as a digital marketer and get expert insights from thought leaders and industry experts? Welcome to the How I Work podcast. I'm your host, Josh Becerra, founder and president of Agurian. Follow us on Twitter at Agurian Tweets or subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. Now, here's the episode of the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Josh Becerra from Agurian. Welcome to the next episode of How I Work. I'm super excited to have Ashley Wilson, founder and CEO of AuditMate with me today. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited about this conversation. So AuditMate is basically the first ever elevator and escalator auditing and management software platform. That is super cool. I know that you are when we were prepping for this, you you were like a self-proclaimed elevator baby. So why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about why you're an elevator baby, how you got into this, and now you're you got this amazing software. Yeah, thank you. You know, I think when I still hear first ever elevator and escalator auditing software, even though I built it, I I still go, what the heck is that? Because people, <laughs> you know, it's it's so unique. But yeah, yeah. So I was raised in the industry. My stepdad was in the elevator and escalator industry my entire life. Um, so it's really all I've ever known. That and um, my dad was an entrepreneur. So I kind of had this like best of both worlds between the like door-to-door salesman and then your like blue collar mechanic turned turned district manager. Um and then I joined the industry myself in my early 20s. So wow. I've been around elevators and entrepreneurship my whole life. Well, uh, so I know a little bit more about your story. So you need to kind of um, give yourself some more kudos. Talk a little <laughs> bit about what you were doing in the industry before you uh, started the software. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that I would be the first female president of one of the major elevator corporations. Uh, I was getting mentored by the U.S. CEO. I was participating in global research projects, so reporting both to Switzerland and the U.S. Um, and I quickly found that customers were an afterthought, right? Yeah. The skyrocketing profits in the industry were direct results of customers not understanding their contracts <laughs> and elevator companies just not doing their job. Right. And... I left on the tail end of a global research project on portfolio protection that, you know, I, it basically boiled down to like, hey, let's focus on people. Let's do right by people. Yeah. You know, elevators are not canceling contracts. Humans are canceling contracts, right? right. And we need to have a little more empathy for our client and what our client's needs are. And what they care about, because what we care about is different than what they care about. We're, we're really only focusing on ourselves here and the, and the profits. And I had to be a, really good, right? It's really yeah, high margin when you, when you don't actually deliver on your contracts. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I had a CEO look at me and say that empathy could be a great competitive advantage mm -hmm. in the industry. And at that point, I basically put my hands in the air and I was like, I cannot, I cannot anymore. Yeah. I, I don't want to teach people how to professionally gaslight customers into not understanding more about their contracts, right? Yeah. Like, let's make, make the 
expectations align with with the deliverable here and and really have human connections and do our jobs. Yeah, I think that's awesome uh, for a couple of reasons. So the the first you like kind of were fed up with the industry or whatever, and instead mm-hmm. of just like leaving and going and into a different industry, you're like, nope, you know what? I'm actually going to like solve this. And I'm going to, you know, you're obviously very values driven. And so you've now figured out a way to help people get the most out of those contracts so that they don't feel like they're getting, you know, they're, there's being gaslighted. So uh, kudos to you. Thanks. So uh, when we talk about like, I mean, obviously values are really important. At Agurian, we have, you know, our core values. We try to live by them. Um, Talk to me a little bit about how you've been able to translate uh, that to building this values-driven company, you know, taking your personal values and then building this values-driven company. What does that look like for you? Yeah, you know, it looks a lot like being human. Yeah. so for us, we have we have a few things that we say a lot around here. Um, one is people's product, people, product, profits. Mm-hmm. We always put people first, right? Yeah. It, it starts with what is it good for me? Is it good for my team? Is it good for my client? Is it good for my vendors? Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then product and then profit, right? Like these right. these things go in that order. And when we focus on people. Profits come. I yeah. promise. <laughs> I promise when you do the right thing, they come. Yeah. And that's really what I'm I'm set out set out to to disassemble is that belief system, right? Mm-hmm. That we need to focus on profits to grow profits. No. Right. Focus on focus on the right things. Focus on people and doing right by each other. Um and, and the rest falls into place organically. <laughs> Yeah. And we, that kind of, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I was just going to say that goes hand in hand with our North star, which is be excellent to each other. Mm. Um, and that's, that's internally and externally, right? Automate's vision doesn't really have anything to do with elevators. Um, it's that we believe that everyone should be treated with respect, dignity, and their best interest in mind inside and outside of our organization and really yeah. be a change maker. Yeah. I mean, I think you're so right. Like the level of authenticity that you can have with your uh, team and with your clients enables like amazing things to happen. So at at Agurian, we have our why, right? The Simon Sinek, why, how, what? Our why is to grow our people, clients, and company so that together we can do extraordinary things. And we were pretty intentional about the order of that. It's like, yeah. If we grow our people and we grow our clients, we know that our company will grow. We know that those profits will come. And right. if we do those things together, we'll do extraordinary things. So totally aligned. Like I am totally vibing on the, uh, the idea of like just building values-driven organizations. Right. Um, you know, I remember that you said at one point you had the opportunity for this significant leadership role. And you decided against it. And, and the, when, what you said was, you don't slay dragons from the inside. Um, dinosaurs. You don't dinosaurs. slay dinosaurs from the inside. Okay. Well, yeah. you don't slay dinosaurs from the inside. So what have you learned 
about being like this industry change agent, this person who's like out there banging the pans together where nobody else is like, like trying, like, don't listen to her. Like, what, what does mm -hmm. it feel like to be that change agent? You know, in the beginning, it, it felt like I was just an annoying fly, right? Like, I'm just like, I'm an annoying fly to these big dinosaurs, and I just won't go away, and I won't yeah. die, right? And then you're right, like, banging the pants. And, and really, what I'm doing a lot of is educating the client, educating the client on the value that they're currently receiving, and what they should be receiving. And that guess what, they hold the power. Yeah. The clients have the power. They are the client. And right. in the elevator industry for a long time, the elevator companies have held all the power because they hold all the knowledge, mm -hmm. right? And so by bringing these things into visibility and by increasing transparency and by increasing awareness and by increasing education, people are like, oh, wait, this is my money. Yeah. This isn't your money. This is my money. And so it, it, it starts to shift that, that dynamic around. And, yeah. you know, I don't know that I'm doing much besides just really helping people see their power mm -hmm. and, 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 and educating folks. Yeah. So um, obviously, like people who are connect, get connected into the software, now they're like receiving data that maybe they didn't have before. So now they're educated on like what they need to, hold their con you know the contracts to account on um mm -hmm. how are you you know this is kind of a marketing podcast right and so mm -hmm. i'm just curious like how does that how are you helping to educate the industry like if you think about it in marketing terms are you speaking yeah. about conferences are what what kind of things are you doing um either online or offline to to like actually hit those goals for educating people the first thing is, um, which was really important from us from day one, right? You talk about elevators and escalators and you're, you're losing people immediately, right? <laughs> like you lose people at the end and they're like, okay, I'm checking out. Don't care. Right. right. Um, speaking in layman's terms, we talk a lot about like sixth grade reading level. Mm -hmm. Like the elevator industry uses insane acronyms. You're, you're using words that people are like, is that even a real word? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And so for us, in all of our marketing and the way that we talk to clients was, we get you what you're paying for. We speak elevator, but we work for you. Yeah. And really using this language that makes the industry and the, and the content so much more accessible mm -hmm. because the people that are managing elevator contracts are not elevator experts. And they, right. they, they don't want to be. They're never no. going to be, right? They want but to pay the experts to come and do it. Totally. So, so that, that was really the first thing was like, let's strip out all of the pretentious elitist language from this and let's make it really simple. Um, and for me, that's one of the, like, the truest signs of um, intelligence is when you can take something that's super complex and make it accessible to everybody. Yeah. Um, and then what are we doing? Um, I used to shoot little quick snippet videos on LinkedIn of me just like ranting about elevator companies, yeah. um, podcasts, 
we do videos a lot of like cartoon graphic videos online Mm -hmm. again just to make it like easily digestible and simple like we're going to increase your maintenance we're going to decrease your costs (laughs) here's how right like not over complicating or inundating or this this like over and above like we're here when you need us sure I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes uh, as marketers, we get so in our heads about things and um, start using the acronyms and like speaking at this like high level and it just all gets lost in translation. And so then Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to hit your, your goals. So I like that you're thinking about like, what are the easiest ways to just like connect with that audience and speak Mm -hmm. to them in terms that they're going to understand and appreciate yeah because nobody likes to get like spoken down or feel like they're getting spoken down to or something like that right totally absolutely yeah well cool so um you know i one of the things that you hit on was like uh really pitching the benefits right so Mm -hmm. uh i love that you're like saying you know, we can just like reduce your costs and make sure that you're getting the, the right kind of maintenance. Um, what other kind of big benefits uh, are you seeing that like resonate with your current customer base? Mm-hmm. I often say we save you time, money, and headaches mm-hmm. because there's so much frustration into yeah. managing an elevator vendor that you're spending just copious amounts of time Mm -hmm. but it's not just time because you're annoyed the whole time (laughs) right so 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 the time money and headaches um uh is something that i love saying just because we're reducing the the, so much frustration and taking work off of our clients plates and i think like what's brilliant about the software then is that you've been able to pinpoint like where are the where are those opportunities where we can't, where mm-hmm. time savings can actually, where we can streamline things, where we can make things more efficient or easier so that like the software takes care of the thinking and, you know, you may get a notification or log into a dashboard and that's all you need to do. Um, I just think it's really smart. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, you know, one of the last questions that I have that I always ask uh, people on this podcast is, you know, where you're getting your inspiration from, um, any authors, thought leaders that you're listening to, like that I should be listening to, like, what are some of the things you're either reading or listening to that, uh, that you think the audience might like to hear about? Yeah, so current book on my nightstand is Deep Work. Okay. Um, I'm always fascinated in looking into, you know, the the attention economy, right? So we're talking about like the instant scrolling and the dings and the bings and all of that. Um, and being able to truly disconnect and, and get into deep work. One, I think that's good for building software because we need to know like what's actually valuable. Mm-hmm. right not this like surface level crap like getting into the the deep the nitty-gritty yeah. um and it's also just really good for mental health right yeah. how can i work in alignment with my own equilibrium um to to be the best the best leader that i can be um 
And then as far as who I love both Brene Brown um, mm. and Glennon Doyle. So the idea of brave, brave leadership, courageous cultures, yeah. um, creating environments where people can be authentic, where being diverse is not enough. You must be radically inclusive. Mm-hmm. And with radical inclusivity comes, um, you know, Brene Brown says, great leader, heal thyself. And you can't be a great leader unless you're you're taking a look at your own bullshit and your right. own biases and, and the things that, that you know, we're, we're unconscious of. And we have to be conscious of the, the way that we view the world which that's just what we're given, right? That's just yeah. how we were raised. And then it's our job it. as adults to break it down, right? Yeah. And to take a good look at it. And then um, Glennon Doyle to me is just the way to that she speaks about being human mm-hmm. and doing hard things and just really being open about mental health and the the differences in humans right she's she's a major introvert and what does that look like like how are we a leader of of our families of our of our companies and also you know take into consideration how we operate as humans Mm -hmm. allows us to have compassion for how other people operate as humans yeah yeah i i love all that i mean we at Agurian, we have a book club. We read Dare to Lead um, mm-hmm. earlier this year together. And yeah, there's just what I love about like the way that Brene Brown kind of the frameworks or the things that she brings is it's it's more of like just, hey, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, you, this is who you are. And, you know, we're all imperfect. And we just mm-hmm. have to like own the fact that we come from our experiences. Those aren't always good. They don't always model the right things. And we need to just own that, like, that's our experience and that we're imperfect and that we just need to be real enough with one another, have the candor to and the kind of grace with one another mm-hmm. to be able to have hard conversations, which um, I think it, sometimes in business and teams um, with clients, uh, people are unwilling to go there. They're like that yeah. level of vulnerability is, is hard to achieve in business. Um, so I think it's super cool that you're pushing on all those edges. Thank you. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, that's probably all the time we have for today, but Ashley, I want to say again, thank you so much for being here. We love like your values driven, like fight against the, the big corpse attitude and wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the How I Work podcast with Josh Becerra. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe. To learn more about Agurian and for more digital marketing tips and insights, head to agurian.com.